Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Brada, brada, brada. I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the way. Cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius, it's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Nope. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off big, Freddy. Get him off big. Richard Mulligan. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host, a man in three states known as Dad, and best friend Josh Bradley. Say hey, Josh. Wow, Richard, you really caught me off guard that one. I'm going to tell you something, man. You're sounding a bit like Barry White today. What's what's going on? I feel like we've done this before, but yeah, I'm uh, like last week I mentioned I was sick. Um, but you're always sick. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, get ready to fire up this podcast, BT, because you're going to be the host of this with your co-host and new best friend Josh Bradley soon. Man, that makes me sad just on the level that, you know, you, don't you go like to BT? the Well, no, you go to the doctor <laughs> all the damn time. I didn't go to the doctor. And you don't like, get better. It's like you just bless you. We're going to start a GoFundMe to try to get you a new body. <laughs> Can we do a brain transplant? Is I think that that's yet? what we're going to go for. Is that a thing? Well, episode 112 and Josh, we've got a big show for him today. Uh, you want to let them know what we have lined up for this afternoon evening or whenever good night whatever they're listening to for this, this good night for this good night <laughs> well we're going to the movies again and it's the 20th anniversary this year and uh this month actually for beyond the mat that's the silver anniversary if i'm not mistaken right yeah we'll go know. with silver <laughs> why not but um that's a really really important movie in our lives because at a time when it came out it really opened the doors yeah to like the masses of uh, what wrestling kind of really was, just a little tiny glimpse behind right. the, the scenes and stuff. Right, you didn't get that uh, behind the, the curtain peek a lot when, when we were kids. So this is kind of like that behind the curtain peek of um, of a show, and it, it, this alongside that MTV show where Rapid Delivery Rory Fox, Rory Fox, and uh, but yeah, I mean. Like you said, the masses didn't get to see it a very lot, but the masses are asses. <laughs> We're going to do a shirt for that. The masses are asses. I wrote that. Sure. You did? Yeah. I've never heard it. Well, I didn't really write it, but if you've never heard it, I, I wrote it. <laughs> it's a same. Why not? Yeah. I feel like we've done that joke before. <laughs> it, I feel like you say that sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it could be the meds. <laughs> well, right, because you are sick. <laughs> well, Josh. You hear that ringing in your head? <laughs> well, maybe they'll give me a pill for it. <laughs> but Josh, why don't you go ahead and tell us all about today's sponsor for the great P3 radio show here. Well, since we're doing Beyond the Mat, I figure, why not do High Spots? Now, High Spots, you can get... You're like every indie wrestling company ever. Since we're going to be wrestling, why not do High Spots? Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, anyways, if you want, if you got a uh, wrestling itch, if you like shoot interviews, or if you want to uh, get yourself some real gear... I had a wrestling itch one time, but the promoter was just bad, didn't change the mat out. Uh, it was bad. Was it Infantigo? Well, 
I had to have another ball surgery. Spoiler. <laughs> so we'll just go from there. They root around in there <laughs> looking for it again? Yeah, with a stick. <laughs> Rooting around in there like a hog. I didn't have good insurance then. But anyways, if they were, if they had that wrestling itch, Josh, what website do they need to go to? I think to get to high spots, my best suggestion would be go to tinyurl.com slash p3wrestle. And then that will take you to high spots. And if you are from England and you buy a wrestling ring, one of the real wrestling rings, the first time you get that bad boy, we will fly our asses over there and help you set it up for the first time. And we might even have a damn wrestling match with you. I'm going to ref because I have a run back. But if you have that wrestling itch and you want to be a part of a great sponsorship with P3 Radio, go to tinyurl.com slash p3wrestle. That's tinyurl.com slash p3wrestle. Once again, tinyurl.com slash p3wrestle. And Josh, we're not going to hold back any longer. We couldn't have timed that out perfectly, could we? That was as good as it's going to get. And you say we're not holding back any longer. Not holding we're just going to blow. Yeah. We're just blowing it out. <laughs> you are dead in three states. <laughs> All right, so give these fine fellas and lad, lads and lasses. Uh, lads good, and Sheilas. Lads and lasses. Give them a good countdown here. Well, the marquee says be on the mat, brother. So we're going to go ready, set, play. We open right up with water image. Image? Does it say image? Oh, it does say image. Before this podcast started, Josh, we were doing the whole like trying to get our mics right type thing. And although we did that for five it or six said minutes. Imagine. Oh, I thought it said image. <laughs> I was just going to let it ride. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know why I like we, it. We tried to get the have. get the sound right, and we were like doing the old eye test: one, two, one, three, or two. four. Which four do you like? Or twenty-seven, <laughs> twenty-seven or ten? They all look the same. Fuck! <laughs> Just give me some fucking glasses. <laughs> Are you trying to trick me right now, Doc? Are you trying to trick me? I'm trying to see if you're smelling this chloroform or not. <laughs> one or two? Are you still responding? You still awake? Thirty years later. Three or four. I haven't even told you one or two yet. <laughs> Why are you moving on? Can you blame me? And then you hear him like saying to his like little intercom, "Nurse, get the KY jelly ready in the." <laughs> oh, is he still awake? One or two? One or two? Even the incredibly cheesy. Oh man, I'd love to have her boobies just all up in the face like that. But, you know, well, if I if she, if I was trying to Terry Reynolds. Oh just yeah. Blah, blah, blah. She just motorboated her. Is it sport? Is it entertainment? Well, we almost had her on wow. the show. It would have cost us seventy-five dollars, Josh. <laughs> now let's get something. I tried to get you to take that job, being her uh, editor and shit. Oh, you yeah, even I remember that. I remember you going. And I apologize that I sound so bassy. <clears throat> I'm all about that bass on most of the occasions. No treble, baby. No treble, but right now I sound really bassy. That looks like Sid watching ECW from his house, and then you see it's like. Not Sid. fucking Gary Shandling. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blonde Gary Shandling. <laughs> um, God, Jake. He and I don't know. Anyways, yeah, she we'll gets him later. She's the, yeah, more more to come. Uh, I was always disappointed with this. See that they used three different fonts and they didn't even like make it snazzy. You know what I mean? It was just beyond the map. Yeah, like there could have been more. Yeah, like a different font. <clears throat> Give me an outline, not just white text. 
You know how old this is. I missed that level. This is my favorite thing. Well, Wrestling Federation. Please Why does she say Federation like that? One moment. Well, Wrestling Federation. Federation. The WWF is big. Like, were they really getting How that big? many calls, or was that? Worth close to I guarantee you. Hey, this is Buck Star from Buck Snort. Yeah, did Vince ever watch my video? <laughs> well, I never got the call. <laughs> I thought y'all were gonna let me know. When can I expect that tape back? What do you mean? That you said that. That was my only goddamn tape. Has been ruled by one family. I remember they used to say that tapes will not be returned. Like you remember that that was like the thing. I can't remember how they used to say it, but it was always like send a self self uh, send an envelope postage paid envelope to blah blah blah. Tapes will not be returned. Like it would say in video, like in the print, like in uh, America's Funniest Home Videos yes. and shit. Certain amount of respect comes with that. John Silva. Hopefully, yeah. it simply will only be used as an entree to. Encourage someone's interest to then find out what we're God, he looks so much different now. Father Time does no we make movies, no jobs, man. And he does that. What is it with this movie that every time the somebody eyebrow. says something, they have to throw that eyebrow up? Do you think if we dress like Vince McMahon that we would be more successful in life? Like just going out to the store or whatever. Like he dresses like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. Do you take people more seriously that dress like him? In suits? Yeah, I feel like they're... I had a guy at work... They'll fire you even though they're not your boss? I had a guy at work one time. He was like in insurance, but he worked in the same department as HR, but he had no HR credibility. Yeah. But for some reason, because he wore suits every day, I felt like inferior. Yeah. And he came in one day. We had a dress down day, and they were like, just, you know, you can wear something work appropriate. Um, you can wear something work appropriate. I wore a uh, Captain America hoodie, and uh, so the Captain America hoodie, like I guess it wasn't up to his standards. And you, you know how you can make like that little like backwards compliment. It's like, man, this is Captain America right here. He's still in three piece suit, by the way. It's dress <laughs> dress casual day, and he's in a three piece suit. He's like, this, this is casual, Captain, buddy. This is Captain America right here, and he kept making comments about. It. I'm like, this motherfucker thinks he's gonna fire me. That's what's going on right now. Did you grow up to him and let him know, you ain't shit, bitch? Yeah, he don't work there anymore. Oh yeah, I don't know what happened. I always associate like the front office people and the you know that that lot as the same, like they're all friends or something. Right. That way, you know, you kind of have to respect them all because that one will go back and tell the person that is going to fire you. Right. You know what he said? He said, "Fuck Jim," and that's you, Jim. <laughs> You know what, like, always, like, shocked me about this? It's like when they shoot the back behind the scenes, which one thing, when I was a kid when this came out, I was not impressed by that thing. No, I thought that was, was the like, total that shits. But, uh... T-total. Uh, but, yeah, like, I always thought they would have this top-of-the-line video equipment, and it was always, like... They, you know, you see them watching it on like 19 inch screens, and you're like, What? <laughs> I had a bigger TV than that in my room. Yeah. <laughs> that was Bruce Pritchard. Or not Bruce, Tom. Dr. Tom Pritchard was back there. Did you see him? Uh-uh. He jumped out of the way. This is the line that really stood out to all of us as kids. Quite frankly, what we've come up with is since you are able to regurgitate, you know, on command. And maybe because Draws was already to me that, that in the company for a while by this time. You should be puke. 
you know. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it, you but fine. A, a nice connotation to it. You know, I mean, it's like you got animal, you got hawk, you got puke. <laughs> I don't associate those. No, one like of these things is not like the other. <laughs> you know, so after you've regurgitated on one of your opponents. I love how he just calls it a regurgitated. You got animal, you got hawk, and you got reptile boy. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? It's like since you've got the fundamentals. What could he have put there that would have went with animal and hawk? Because puke doesn't go. Puke is good. Animal, you got hawk, you got silver star. Huh? Silverfish. Like the lizard thing? There's Jim Ross. Ready to roll well, I've got one thing I want you to do for me, okay? And that's going to be right back over here. And this is just one meeting. I look at that old computer. It is 99. They probably paid like $10,000 for the damn thing. Huh? Jim Ross says, I think I'll be over here. Huh? Can you do that? Huh? Huh? You going to get sick? Huh? Huh? Oh, my God. He's going to. He's going to. He's going to. He's coming at you. He's gonna puke. He's I love how the whole puke. thing He's was. Gonna, puke. He like hawks a loogie. <laughs> I love how the whole thing was based around him puking. Did he ever puke there? I just said it looked like he hawked a loogie and that was well, it. Well, I think they said somebody said that's it. So I wonder if uh, he actually did puke. Well, what if you weren't born with the skill of projectile vomiting? How do you become a wrestler? The same way you become a doctor. And he never was named. You go to, you go to medical school. <laughs> when do we learn how to take bumps I'm tired of working on this little boy's nuts <laughs> Just root around in there till you find it This the was lost, one of, the lone ball so This guy was one of my favorite characters ever The fat Mario looking Is he still alive? I do not believe so I don't think so A few years ago he died I believe Of what? I don't guarantee well, I mean, anything. Look at him. <laughs> this is one of my favorite characters. Like the big glasses. Anyone with a chin, really, you're going to succeed in my book. Yeah. Because I do not have one. <laughs> he has like four of them. What are you talking about? No, he, he's got like that. I guess it's because it's so small with all that fat around it. You know what I always thought he looked like? What was the guy's name from the Howard Stern show? Uh, the producer Howard? No the producer Oh uh, Gary Gary He always looked like uh, Fat Gary to me Fat Gary Cause you know This was around the time You could watch Howard Stern on E He looked like a guy That would sell you A used car Or perhaps yeah. a uh, A small t-shirt That <laughs> he was wearing Is that Vic Grimes I do not know I think that is Vic Grimes Yeah it's gotta be. Are you aware of the proper way of eating? Is like, are, are you conscious of looking at labels and the back of labels and looking at that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not the guy to take any advice <laughs> right. in that life. From follow me around, whatever I eat, you stay far away from. No credit. Everybody applies. We have a rule around here: you don't pay, you don't play. Okay. Um, so, how soon are you ready to make a commitment? Are you ready to make a $500 deposit in the next couple of weeks? By the way, anybody that needs to make payments tonight, make sure you get them out of the way. I'm going to be out of town tomorrow. One of Roland's most prominent. I love that. Was Tony you don't Jones. pay, you don't play. I'm going to be out of town tomorrow. I had a woman tell me that one time. Yeah, you don't pay, you don't play. <laughs> I work at Visa right now. I've been working at Visa for about two and a half years, and I'm pretty content there. I mean, That's I'm a good damn job, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'd say keep your ass there. 
I had a guy the other day call about, uh, about my credit card with Visa. <laughs> Let me guess. You were paying too much interest. I was. I was paying like 7%, and they had one for like zero. He can give you the hookup for zero. Yeah. For free. $25 sometimes is a privilege. He tells you that he doesn't pay you unless he feels that you had a good match and you're worth it. <laughs> Here's your $25. They every show and they're loving it, you know, and, and, and they're getting paid well. I, I really believe... I pay a guy two hot dogs and a thing of nachos last week. You know, there's no excuse for not paying someone. I wonder if that guy still wrestled for him after this. If you don't, the wrestlers will run all over you. Their egos are such... And, and, and their character is such that they will just walk all over you. So he looks if at you the think camera. you can be a nice guy and be a successful promoter in professional wrestling, you better get out of this business right now. See, James, you went in like you are going to give him a blowjob. <laughs> Your face was right in the middle of his pelvis. Mike Modest was Roland's golden boy. Therefore, Mike was given a room above the gym. How long have you been living? A very uh, disgusting room with like four cats. <laughs> Did they just bust in on this motherfucker? I think so. With his one wrestling. sheet. <laughs> He's living it up up here above the wrestling ring. I don't fool myself. I'm very realistic about wrestling. Why do they put dead bodies with like fucking velvet cloths? Yeah, I never understood that. But to keep the soul in there. So Mike Modest was a body guy. Literally. <laughs> I always thought Mike Modest was decent. Oh, yeah, he was a good wrestler. He was just only like. He was very small. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like Austin Aries height. I was there, the boys wrestled before a record breaking crowd of 112 people. What did they do? In Ron's basement. Sometimes too close. Fucking. Uh, did you see El Canique was there? Yeah. Like Famous Luchador. This guy tried to murder this guy. Don't you fucking boo me, Look that you son railing, of a bitch. That railing's got a lot of give to it. <laughs> it has breathing room, Richard. I have a $1,000, says you don't have a $1,000. It seems like he's got pretty good timing. I showed footage of some different. Look at that John Wayne back there. Goddamn. Give them a tryout. Mike Modest. It sounds like free. today's JR on helium. I think he's got pretty good timing. <laughs> it is weird hearing like JR back then to yeah. JR now. Too small to be a heavyweight. And for him not to have a contract is a travesty. Now, I like you're going to cry, but you can't get the tear out. You're trying. No. Nope. <laughs> Just can't find a tear. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Like Jurassic Park. With a WWF. I always thought about that. Why was he tucking his shirt in A? Why did he have a pager B? And I always thought about that air hair, airheads line. Are you exceeding the maximum weight limit of that belt? <laughs> like, why do they have forklifts for the ring? I mean... Easier, I guess. And what were they pouring gunpowder in? <laughs> <laughs> They're making cannons. Tonight, you'll probably go on first or second early. Don't get nervous because the people are not going to know who you are because you haven't been on. Don't do any goddamn, goddamn backflips. <laughs> You're telling them the story. They're not telling you the story. So you wonder if Cornette was comfortable with this. Couldn't have been. I don't think he gives a fuck, to be honest with you. Uh, no, he's one of those that really, like, 
he wants to keep kayfabe up. Like, so I would imagine. He did a shoot interview in like 2000. Yeah, but. So it was one of the first ones. One of yeah. the, well, in the mass production one. Does that say Jesus? Scorpio's going to wrestle Jesus? <laughs> It's a lot of hot dogs to pay out. Yeah. I hope I hope AD, he actually just said I hope APW never gets to that point. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I hope we never get close to a billion dollars. Oh, Bruce Pritchard right there. I think Roland was even more nervous than Tony and Mike. Why is that? That's because if the WWF signed his boys, Roland would receive 20% of their contract. God damn, man. <laughs> That's some fucking pimp shit. So, like, you sign a $100,000 contract, he gets, what, 20? $20,000 for nothing. Oh, first time I've seen Tony in person. That's a nice bridge. Nice rustling move for a change. Yeah. A nice sports entertainment move, Vince. I always wondered if they actually. I got to run. You give me a videotape? Yeah. Tony's got a big frame. He's working his upper body a little bit. People are not crucifying him, even though they don't know him, which is good. Because I told him that always throws guys off. They're giving us what they got. That's all you can ask. That's like now one of the most overused moves in wrestling. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Huh? You This is Glenn Ruth that said that. <laughs> no, you said you said Roth, bro. You said Roth. Oh, Glenn Ruth said he was going to steal that move. I love Glenn. I love Lamp, and I love Glenn. <laughs> he's a guy. He's a nice guy. Done our show a couple of times. You, you did say that he. Uh, well, never mind. That was an Easter egg, wasn't it? No, that was Mosh that gave the hand job. <laughs> Maybe get on the goddamn gas a little bit. <laughs> Maybe not look like a fairly little shit. You know, I'm not a I'm not a body guy myself. Like I don't care. Like, but there are some. Like you do have to have a a collection, really. And you know, like Modest's ass is a little too big there. Let's be honest. And the other guys, he, he shouldn't be wearing sleeveless anything. You know, if he's gonna wear no shirt, that's fine. But the sleeves actually makes his upper body look smaller. Yeah, the wife beater look. Those trunks. Expectations high that they would soon hear from the WWF. While Tony and Mike were beginning their career. Oh, shit. Well, here oh, I am. I'll tell you something. Terry here Funk. I am. My I'm going to wrestle a guy, and our referee is going to be on a trampoline. I'm going to burn this goddamn <laughs> Japanese son of a bitch. Oh. And our referee Terry is going to be on a trampoline strong. holding five-pound weights and jumping. There's the <laughs> so goddamn flag. To to meet Terry Funk. I went to his hometown of Amarillo. 1997. He was a bit of a local celebrity. Do the do the car commercial. I was excited. 
Are you I talking about the one where before. he drives in the truck? This one. This one. No. Where's it at? It's like 1230. <laughs> Terry's a face down sleeper. Are you a face down sleeper? I am sometimes, yes. <laughs> Tidy whitey man. Jesus, that was Tidy so whiteys. Look, real men wear tidy <laughs> whiteys, Richard. I told you. Big ass yellow stain on the front. <laughs> I used to wear them back then, too, in the 90s, but then they had more colors that popped up. It's even harder to find white underwear anymore. Why were they ever white? This one. This is the commercial. Your high country Chevy dealers are so caring. They love nothing more than to shine a happy faces during summer. I want to give me a shirt like that. <laughs> Would you wear one? I'll wear one with you. Oh, yeah. You wear them to shows and put a cowboy hat you on. Fucking one of them little uh, them necktie string things. You want to rent a booth at Brewfest this year? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, we're just goofing off. We wanted to wear some shit. <laughs> People Forever. People will be like, Forever. What the fuck is Peter <laughs> <Ethan> Radio? <laughs> Oh, we just talk about dicks and wrestling. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> and wrestling dicks. and You look like dicks with all thank that shit on. Well, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Really <laughs> Enjoy your beer. <laughs> really you going to do Brewfest with me in a couple weeks? No. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. We got to do an event again, Josh. That's not doing an event. That's walking around watch you drink. <laughs> I, I mean, he really has started just talking about Oh, that's about right. You're on the train. I think he knows on the train. Is now too, that we're really worried about him as far as his health and physically and all that. You know, why is Mimi from the Drew Carey show doing makeup? Well, I figured I'd get a famous woman to do the makeup. <laughs> it looks so good on the Drew Carey show. <laughs> you know, I seen her makeup and I said, I, I've got to get her doing my goddamn daughter's wedding. <laughs> Life itself. This is weird. I mean, I remember as a kid, like going, Terry Funk praise. <laughs> this is a man that I've heard take the Lord's name in vain multiple times joyful. while trying to brand people. <laughs> 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 Put double crosses <laughs> on you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty awesome so that they're. Actually, have a documentary of this wedding. Hopefully, they're still married because if not, this is a horrible reminder of things going awry. Me and Brian were actually had to sign paperwork for the Screen Actors Guild. We still get a check, but we got to jointly cash it. I got to see the asshole once a year. Maybe I wasn't smart enough to do anything else and make a living at it. I don't know, you know. On your good knees, <laughs> you have moderate to severe. This is the way my back, my back appointment went the other day. In here, you have some narrowing of the space, arthritic spicules. I mean, this there. isn't it's funny, but it's funny. Well. The, it the question. To get by the rest of your life just hurting all the time. <laughs> all right. On your bad knee, on the right knee, you have no joint space. You have severe degenerative arthritis. You have worn that knee out. It's been hurt too many times, and you are going to need a new knee. You need a new knee now. So I just go to goddamn yeah, if Walmart. If I don't have an operation or if I don't have a new knee put in there, can I go ahead and, and live comfortably? Can I get around comfortably? You shouldn't be able to get around comfortably <laughs> now. This ought to give you pain chronically. It ought to be disabling to you. Oh. And that is a problem. There's not a whole lot we're going to do at that point. And chronic pain for the next 30 or 40 years isn't a real fun thing to think about. 
Terry wasn't happy with his doctor's prognosis. So he branded he him with a branding <laughs> In fact, called him a Yankee son of a bitch, <laughs> even though the guy was from Georgia. Extreme championship wrestling. A renegade company that Terry had pledged to get off the ground. But I mean, that's exactly how my appointment went the other day with my doctor and my back. They were like, you have little to no disc space back here. And I'm like, so how how long can I just keep going? <laughs> you shouldn't be, uh, be going right now. You really sir. shouldn't be walking right now. <laughs> and that's true. I hate that, that he just lost his wife, though, dude. That's... Yeah. <laughs> don't forget the Brandon Iron. Brandon them some bitches in Philly tonight. Probably 1990. I've decided that it's his profession and it's up to him when he's going to quit. This was such a good movie. Okay. How are you guys doing? Did you get enough sleep last night, Chief? Oh, I did. <laughs> Had a Who's good that guy? And some guy he hugs when he gets out of the car in Philly. No wrestling group was more violent than ECW. No I really wish I could have went to the ECW yeah. arena. I still want to go. Man. We ought to make a trip one day, Josh. Who I mean, do, I, who do I they can, have? Shikara now? I don't know. I can barely get you to Nashville to an AEW show. <laughs> well, I mean, I just, you know. I'm all about it for five minutes, and then I'm like, oh, I have to cancel. Well, I can't even get you to go to Brewfest here down the street. <laughs> well, I, I don't drink, so I have no excuse It'd be fun. You can go and hold the microphone and talk. We're going to get interviews this year, Josh. We play a game of truth. I don't think so. Consequences. ECW is run like a commune. We have a better one. Uh, I'm shocked by your reaction. <laughs> well, I don't think so. <laughs> That's usually how most of the time it's like, hey, you want to go do like a thing? Yeah. Or I immediately get a, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I want to. I mean, that's a little too far from home base. <laughs> well, Brewfest, no, but I'm still debating on AEW. Even if we bought, like, even if we just went and did a podcast there. The best part of my job. Just do a show there. It's good promotion. I mean, it's publicity. We walk around with a microphone and I go, what are y'all doing? Well, hey, we're P3 Radio. It's publicity. Gets their name out there. With our target audience. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't think our target audience drinks? <laughs> they have to drink to listen to this bullshit. <laughs> This wasn't an ordinary show for Paul and Terry. It was ECW's first pay-per-view. You know, succeed, I wasn't a huge fan of the first ECW. pay-per-view. There was like two matches. It was there. too much of a that, that, build-up. That, yeah, I guess so. I mean, and I'm hoping that, that... I think that's the thing I'm concerned with with AEW sometimes. It's like, how much build-up? Best... You didn't pay $20 for that. This is on my mom's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Gwen. Well, this was on her birthday in... Was this 1998? 97. 97. So she was... 37 years old. Seems like she was older, right? 37. My mom was. And I missed her. It wasn't a birthday. She didn't have a birthday party. But I was like, hey, can I go watch the pay-per-view with Josh? And then we hit that kid down the street with total elimination. He rolled down the hill. And then we went inside and watched this pay-per-view. That was fun. I liked he just lets you do wrestling moves. Yeah. 
Hey, I'm going to try this move. It's called a brain buster. What do you do? Well, pretty much, I'm going to drop you on your head and try not to hurt you too bad. Okay. Who, who was that in the Tennessee shirt? Was that uh, just incredible? That was a Taz shirt. Uh, it said Tennessee at the top. I know Taz had them kinds of shirts back then. He infringed on the T. <laughs> Now I'm gonna jump through some barbed wire with soul fire. Make sure you bring the kids and all of them. So what do they do with the lighting he here? Because it looked a lot better than it did back when they were running the show. You remember that was like the they one probably thing. rented a, a real company to do all that. Still hard after all these years. Just him getting hurt mainly. He's in control, but it's pretty scary. His daughters was pretty cute. Yeah, I'd bang her. I'm shocked. <laughs> There's two things in this world I'm sure of. Josh, you're gonna bang any chick that we talk about, and two, you're gonna want to stay at home and do it. <laughs> well, I damn sure ain't wanting to go to a brew fest or Nashville. I said I'm still debating on <laughs> AEW. Yeah, but you told me immediately we're going to do this. You're like, yeah, let's do it. I'm down. Let's go. And then it became right before this show started. I don't know. <laughs> All these dives have been sloppy. Like, Terry's missed completely. That's crazy that this wild of a thing was ended with a small package. Yep. And my whole journey in life started with a small package. A half fill one, at least. <laughs> Smaller than normal. Now cough and drink your beer. <laughs> we, we did her. We got her done. Yes. Turns out Terry wrestled with mononucleosis tonight. <laughs> you know, I think I just got a blood clot right now. I love how he's like, he's like, you coughing up blood? He's like, I think it just went down in my throat. How'd it go for me? I'm just glad it's over. I, if they liked it, I liked it. I, if the crew liked it, I, I always thought he'd look like he just came. I'm just happy to yeah. I just, uh, that's me after me and my wife. Uh, I, you want to do I don't care, baby. Fix me a sandwich. How do, either way, I don't care. Never traded for anything. What's he drinking there, Bud Light? There's a man out there, Terry Funk, who's done more in this sport than I'll ever do. Maybe one of the best of talkers in wrestling was Mick Foley. Let's be honest. 15, those com- those, those promos he did, he even in the lost in Cleveland stuff that he did, was awesome. He, he could talk, man. I was watching one of them the other day, and I could the lost in Cleveland deal, and I was thinking, damn. This really opened, he like opened up who he was with that kind of stuff, I think. Right. Mick Foley. And it's one of those things that gets joked about. 
sending each other on. Well, that's pretty outlandish. Tossing each other into barbed wire. I wonder if that branding iron really hurt because it was always had something on it that was on fire, right? What's so stupid? Yeah. Good, but. Of course, you hurt each other. The the better, the more money you make, and the more money you make, the better friends you are. I always look like Nick was fake laughing there. Mick is one of the Probably was. stars in the WWF, <laughs> earning in the high six figures. He even has his own ravioli commercial. It's the perfect ravioli for all mankind. That's funny. Known for battering and brutalizing his body. To that was a weak shovel shot. Behavior could be explained that one didn't even hit him. <laughs> but of any wrestler I ever met, Mick was the most normal. And in a strange way, you still hate him for our encounter <laughs> back when we were 16? I don't look at him the same. Really? I, I, at first, in a small Long I guess we need to preface this with we met Mick Foley at the back of an OVW like show, he and he, and he was kind of dismissive. Uh, we didn't even get a chance to say hey to him. Of course, now, granted, we looked like two 20-year-old dudes, to be honest with you. We didn't look like we were 16 at all. We looked like two 20-something-year-old dudes, and he was like, you want me to sign that book for you? <laughs> that was, we didn't even get a chance to say, hey, Mr. Foley, appreciate your work or anything. Let me sign there. that book for you. Sure. And he signs my book. He goes, all right, guys, well, I got to get out of here, and he leaves. And then after the show, we, we see him, and we're like, hey, man, can we get a picture with you? And he's like, Guys, did we not get a picture before? <laughs> and we're like, no, sir. <laughs> All right, make it fast. <laughs> it was like, but I get it now as an adult. Like, I, I kind of get it because he had his kid there. And his kid wasn't with him. And he kept looking back towards the bleachers, you know. And you know how it is when you have like a little seven, eight-year-old running around. You want to watch them. So I don't give him so much grief now, you know, as an adult. I don't take my fucking kid to work with me every day, Richard. Yeah, so, but, but true. You know. And, and number, number two... He was always billed as the world's like most friendly guy. Whenever you meet him, you know he's real personable and this and this and this. Right. You read the book, he says all that, and then we meet him. It's like the direct opposite. It was that's different. just my feeling. Yeah, and the thing you didn't say everything that happened either. We seen him ringside while we were playing in the ring, and you know this was at Louisville Gardens. He was down in the ring playing with uh, Dewey or whatever, and then uh, we came to ringside because my uncle told us when they get done, you can go in there and play for a while, right. you know, bounce around whatever. So we were waiting on Mick Foley and Dewey to get out, and then uh, he he walks right by us and we're like, hey. Can we get an autograph or a picture or whatever? You know, that was before we met him, right? Yeah, and he's like, uh, "Let's just do it in the signing thing." And oh yeah, we didn't have a fucking meet and greet ticket, right. and we couldn't find my uncle to to. He couldn't walk us up there because he right. was doing everything else backstage, so we were screwed. Yeah, and then we're like, "Fuck, we couldn't meet him." The whole thing and about that whole us. that whole trip was about that. Now I get the fact that he saw us and thought we were tw probably twenty year olds. Because look at us, dude. We were huge for like sixteen year olds. I get it, but the thing I'm just saying. He says that, and then we're like, "Damn, we're never going to meet him again." Yeah, I remember. And then that we now see him backstage, it. and then he just grabs your books and signs it, and then won't take a picture. <laughs> and didn't your uncle introduce us? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's what I was saying. He's like, hey, Danny, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, this is Josh and Richard. This is my nephew, Josh and Richard. And then he's like, how are you guys doing? I sound like the bastard. Yeah. This is my nephew, Josh, and this motherfucker. 
but dad, yeah, right? and then he did that book thing, and then he still didn't take the picture. Well, so whenever we finally took the picture, that other asshole was in the picture with us too. <laughs> yeah, we had like some mystery like, guy smiling like a motherfucker. Was he too. getting his figure signed? He had it in like a cardboard like wrapping. Dude. I don't know. <laughs> like I, we need to find that picture, Joe. Do you have it anywhere? I've got it somewhere. We need to find it and post it. But, like, and Mick has this fucking like. You know how you smile in your in-laws' pictures, right, like that. Right. He's got that kind of smirk. I'm very sensitive. So it's a very I sensitive mean, everybody situation. Has, everybody has their bad days. I have tried to, uh, when he's been on a serious XM, I've tried to call in and be like, this is what happened. Just hoping I could get him on our show. <laughs> but I doubt that's going to ever, ever happen. Just make him feel bad enough to be like, yeah, I do a podcast now, but man, for the longest time, I just thought you were a big jerk because this is what happened. Yeah, but I'd forgotten about that whole We'll do it at the meet and greet. Because the whole reason why we went to this show is because he was going to be there. Right. I feel like I do very well. Because we're talking about a guy that I watched when I was like in third grade. And I'm sitting there doing elbow drops off of the porch like him, like the running elbow drops on my little wrestling dummy. (laughs) I loved Mick Foley. He was my favorite. That's why they say you never want to meet your heroes. Yeah, because I mean, if it's a letdown, you feel like everything leading up to that was in vain. And here's the thing. If we put ourselves in his shoes, we would probably understand a lot better. To, to be fair. To be fair. But we're putting ourselves in like, let's build up the AEW show before it happens. Or the ECW pay-per-view. You know what I mean? There's no way he could have lived up to the hype. You know what I mean? Right. But he also couldn't have dissed us three times. Well, I look at it as like... You dish me once, shame on me. Or whatever the fuck. You get what I'm saying? Either way, you're not going to dish me three times. I guess I'm more forgiving. Because as I've gotten older, I've learned... Uh, he just saw two 20-something looking year olds that he thought... Hey, I'm here to do an autograph signing. They're already letting people in. We'll just do it at the autograph signing. We'll sign autographs then. I want to hang out here with my family. Because I've been to wrestling shows before the wrestling show. And you're like, I don't really want to talk to people. You know what I mean? I just want to do my job. And I'm a nice guy, I like to think, right? You'd, you'd say I was a nice guy, right? Sometimes. What did, I, what did I do to you, motherfucker? <laughs> but no, I'm a, I'm a pretty nice guy. Apparently to Josh, I'm an asshole, but I'm, I'm a pretty nice guy. I, I would have been the same way, I guess. One of the agents had to tell me, I don't think the first disc was a real disc, to be honest with you. The second disc, that was a little like hurtful when he was like, but I think he looked at us as like 20-year-olds. <laughs> it's like, oh. In your mind, that you keep going back to that, but you never know what he was thinking. He may just be that way. He might be. I ran into a guy the other day when we're looking at Mick Foley, and he's like memory loss and stuff. At this time, he was talking about memory loss. I ran into a guy the other day that both of us know. We used to call him Rabbi. Yeah. I saw him walking out of Walmart. I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? And he looked at me. I knew he didn't know who I was. I'm like, dude, this guy comes up to me all the time. And he just walked right past. I was like, hey, man. I was like, you don't know who I am, do you? And he's like, you done shaved your head. I'm like, every time you've seen me in the last 10 years, <laughs> my head is like this. Well, you said that, Durham? No, I didn't. I Actually, it's been more than 10 years. It's been like 15. The one wrestler I, always wanted I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, yeah, hey, man. So, yeah, Roberts. I'll go buy some lunch. I'm going to make you beg. 
You are going <sighs> to get down this is the awesome stuff. And you're going to have two, two toys. <laughs> for the money. And how appropriate that the money you grovel for is your You talk about a great talker, man. In the muck of avarice. Longfellow couldn't have said it Longfellow best. Longfellow couldn't have said it better. Uh, better or best. You fucked up. Whatever. You fucked up. <laughs> I didn't. I like the the little thing that drove him down to the ring, but I didn't time, like it. Scissor lift. I, I thought it took Jake something away. In the early 90s. Especially if you were energetic. I've got that same bag that holds all of my wrestling figures, and it's right behind you in that closet, Josh. <laughs> You got the bag that Jake Roberts used to carry. Not that same one, but the same exact type. Through the camera and captivate your attention. Jake Roberts had a uh, had had great gifts and great skills in our business because he had a tremendous, tremendous aptitude for the performance side. Of <laughs> Fucking John Wayne back there. <laughs> John Wayne is everywhere with this. Who's that guy? That is uh, TD Steel. Um, his gift was his brain. Something Wells. George Wells. Snap around, Jake. Now. <laughs> or maybe that was one of them football players that were there. Or something. I don't know. I don't know that you can separate Jake Roberts, the performer, from Jake Roberts, the person, because, quite frankly, I never knew which one I was talking to. I don't know that they're not the same. Unfortunately, we call them demons, but uh, the show his demons are cracked. <laughs> demons is a nice way to say crack. Um, Jake told us straight up if we didn't get him some crack, then he wasn't going to come to our show. <laughs> Look at that guy looking all like 1990s boy bandish. He's like, where do I get crack? <laughs> I don't know where the fuck to get crack right in our industry. That's how talented he is. But, uh, for some reason, it just... You're a promoter uh, back then, Josh. Like I was? No, I'm saying, if you were a promoter back then, and you're told, hey, we can get you a big-time star, but he says he's not going to do it, he's not going to come, even though you've already gave him his retainer, like the money that it's going to take yeah. to get him there. He's like, that's your down payment. But he says he's not coming unless you get him some crack, and it's make or break because this is your big star. <laughs> I was told that. On what are you doing? Jake would be <sighs> well, how do you I get mean, crack? <laughs> I guess I'm going to the dredges of the city, and I'm just asking everybody. Hey, I got crack. <laughs> you look a little. You look a little poorly. You probably know where to get a crack rock. Style. The way he does his thing. I like him. I like what he does. She's got to be like sixteen. You wouldn't mind meeting him. What would you do if you met him? I would faint most likely. Really? <laughs> and then he'd take advantage of you. I just want to hold the snakes. Believe me, he'll let you hold a snake. Okay. I always wonder what was the, what the that guy's guy nose. That is uh, some kind of tumor, Richard. We'll make fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> the only guy that hasn't heard of Jake Roberts is Santa Claus. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> You think anybody see me if I took a piss right here? They were wrestlers I'd never heard of. Who is that guy? And wrestlers I hadn't seen in years. Is that Greg Valentine? It sure was. Pissing in the bucket. Before eighty thousand people in the Pontiac Silverdome. 
This was about as far down as you could go in wrestling. Where was the show at? starting over. Probably Kenosha. Was that a little person in the background? <laughs> a what? A little person. A, Small, short, a smaller a, person? A short American. <laughs> a short American. <laughs> it was. That was a short American. <laughs> a short American. Yes, there he is again. <laughs> Maybe that's just a man on his knees, Richard. <laughs> I love it. It was like when it came time to perform, Jake. Gave a half-ass effort. <laughs> <laughs> Looked like he probably just rolled out of bed. Look at him. Looks like. I would be so pissed if I was a promoter. Already, I'm promoting at a place where it's a fucking cow shoot that you got to walk to the ring through, and then you come out there looking like you just fucking woke up like you're a goddamn bear from hibernation. I just, I just imagine that conversation. <laughs> that conversation you're having after the match, Jake. What the fuck, man? I got you crack. It was. Supposed to wake you up. You look like shit out there. Well, I did it all <laughs> earlier in the day. I need some more to wake up. Why was you wrestling in sweatpants? <laughs> I had to sell my tights. <laughs> Crack's a hell of a drug. Make him smile. Dealer was a fan. It's like a ripple effect. We're gonna get to the greatest thing ever. The DDP. I don't think that was. Put me on the card. Let me let me bring some asses to the seats. Pay me. You give me some rocks for my pipe. I don't care if I'm the water boy. Just let me be a part of the show and I'll do my share. The, the python starts squeezing her neck. <laughs> she was just such a kind little thing, you know? <laughs> right there will probably be her. You know, she's going to live here the rest of her life probably and uh, have seven kids and uh, seven husbands and whatever and <laughs> wind up being a, male, a lady truck driver that cross-dresses or something. But she'll always remember the nightmare, you know? <laughs> That's why I enjoy the small town. They, they really dig it. They really appreciate it. You get a place like this, my God, I could be mayor here next week if I wanted to be. You know, they'd execute the one they've got and just put me in power. I'd be like, Execute the one they you got. Know? And they love it. Why is he wearing lime green tights underneath this? I've always wondered that. Sweatpants. It's like he had the tights, and then the promoter only got him half the crack that he wanted. Yeah. So he's like, I'm putting these goddamn sweatpants on. (laughs) Come back to uh, all the glamour of uh, Cam Newton and Jake Roberts. (laughs) The fucking shawl. It's not fooling anyone. Just take a shower and get dressed and go on the next one, I guess. What you gotta do? Oh, this is my favorite. Like his. The next day, I spent eight hours in a His talk here. Those ducks. Things have just come out of my head, man. That I don't know where they came. The more we travel, maybe you shouldn't say them. I still don't think. My mother was 13 years old when I was born. Why? Because my dad raped the little girl that was in a room asleep. My dad was going out with my mother's mother. Well, he should have been arrested. Yeah. There you go. There's there's some bones for Jake the Snake. Jake's father was also a wrestler. He looks like if Abraham Lincoln was was never assassinated. (laughs) Let's be honest. That's what I always thought. Four score, I lost my hat. I'm like, why is he out there with a sledgehammer breaking rocks like he's in the yard? (laughs) That's where he should be. So he's acting like Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know. I should have went to prison. So I, I come out here and crack on this rock every day. <laughs> and, and why are they scooping leaves out? I think it's a family gravesite. College is a good luck. It looks like but it. She'd had things, you know. And right then, something inside me said, you know, if you ever gonna get him to love you, 
You got to shovel the shit out of some weeds and leaves. what he does. So I went out to the ring. I'll be honest with you, man. the crap beat out of me. I don't love my biological father. I don't feel nothing for him, really. But if he called me one day and was like, hey, son, I need you to come help scoop a shovel of some leaves out of an old family cemetery. I'd be like, go fuck yourself. I'm going to shove this business up his rear. And guess what? And my dad never raped anybody that I know of. Right. Your mom had consensual sex with him. That I know of. He looks like a cross it's, between uh, Abraham Lincoln and every guy that ever worked at a truck stop. <laughs> Does he not? <laughs> he was born out of love, and I still love him. Yeah. Now smoke your cigarettes. <laughs> they got a fucking chicken that's, that's crowing, very, uh, <laughs> or a rooster that's crowing at noon. Dad spent with uh, me and my sister, and he um, drove my sister to the point that she wound up marrying a fifty-year-old man, and then a year How later was she? kidnapped and murdered by his ex-wife. No, that's not good. We never no. got her body. We know that she was dead because there was enough blood in the car to know that she was dead. The woman went to prison for kidnapping ten years. You go to prison for kidnapping for ten years? Is, Fuck you guys! We're not telling you shit. Well, you know that one yeah. lady that went to uh, like jail. You know Elizabeth Smart. Yeah. They released her a couple of years ago. Elizabeth Smart was the one that was kidnapped. Right. But the lady, the, kidnapped the wife, the wife of the guy that kidnapped her, she never uh, pretty much stopped anything, encouraged him to do all that stuff to her yeah. and all that. The Charles but Manson law. They put oh, here, here we go. Here we go. That's the road really screwed up my sex life at all. <laughs> you go on the road and you get some type of fame or whatever and <laughs> sudden you can have it every day. Like jerky. all of a sudden you want to get selective. And then all of a sudden you, one a day is not enough. And you do two a day. And three a day. <laughs> then two at a time. Then two at a time with toys. And then two at a time with, I'll just watch. And it just gets more bizarre and more bizarre. <laughs> and it finally yeah. gets to a point that when you go home and try to make love to your wife. Ain't no way. Then at one point, they're packing the donkey in on a forklift. <laughs> you got some hip waiters on, you're going to take care of business. <laughs> you're standing That's there, bad. knee deep in Thousand Island dressing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a joke I seen in a book one time. A guy and a man and a woman laying next to each other and says, what's wrong? You can't think of anybody else either? <laughs> that eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling around the country, you're standing there with a little American, knee deep in thousand dollar dress, and he's hip deep. <laughs> your knee deep in thousand dollar dress, and especially hanging around two toys. For example, China. <laughs> There's a camel. <laughs> you're smoking camel. But then again, everything about China surprised me. Well, Kathy, we have an item up for sale here today. This just kind of makes me J2 sad. J24073. Oop, do we have a caller? <laughs> My mother. I hate all it. But, it's, you know, yeah. she wasn't batshit crazy. She would have been, like, tippy top of the business. I don't think she was batshit crazy. I just think she was just. Who is that girl she's with there, though, by the way? Because even as a kid, I was like, who in the fuck really is that girl? I thought I was a lesbian. I remember saying to my dad, listening to a conversation and saying, Oh, she, I'm telling you, she was batshit crazy. I think she just had addiction problems. Not that anything's wrong with that. Let me interject for all you lesbians out there. To me, I'm just as feminine as any other woman. 
maybe strong jawline. Yeah. Because I have. She looked better uh, after that surgery, though. About myself that most other women don't have. I just happen to be a very feminine woman with an incredibly fit, muscular body. One year later, China got her jaw restructured in order to enhance her femininity. Matt Heisen had an intriguing. <laughs> I love that they go from China to Spike Dudley. <laughs> now you're mutilating yourself every night. How do you explain that? Well, I, love I don't like fucking cursive writing, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love fucking times tables is a motherfucker. Bumps. You know I never learned eights. <laughs> I love taking bumps. I moved mid year. Eights is still a crap. motherfucker. <laughs> That's a real story from crap. my life, by the way. <laughs> moved mid midway through my third grade year, and we were on we were on like fours at my under underrated school. And when I got to the new school, they were on like nines and tens. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I'm never going to learn sixes, sevens, or eights. They're so difficult. <laughs> Football helped me with sevens. Eights, I'm still bad with. To this day, I'm still bad with eights. I'm just a normal person. I'm going to have to take my wig off. Coco B. Wait, what wig? Frankie. God bless you. Was that a wig? All these years? That blonde hair? Surely not. Now time to get up. Now That body. I really didn't know what to do with my Thermite paint. <laughs> he was one of my favorite commentators, Rich. Let me tell you. I wonder how much thermite paint is on the ring tonight, Monsoon. I just knew it was over. He did have some good points. No. <laughs> He's a crazy conspiracy theorist, man. In my opinion. That's your opinion. Deep down, I'm a softy inside. I put like an hour his little show that he did of being very conspiracy theories yeah jesse ventura nine times out of ten he wasn't anywhere he said he was at and a lot of times he was just doing it for the show he's a worker man he don't probably even believe half that shit other people could tell me any story. I'm not an Alex Jones fan either, though, to be honest with you. Not really anybody is anymore. I didn't think wrestling could No, but I mean, him and Alex Jones were good friends. What does that tell you? until Vince McMahon became a performer in the ring. I mean, why does Vince have bitch tits? Let's be honest. He was like, what, 50 years older, 45 years old? 53. 53? As usual, Vince guessed right. It had to be steroids. Maybe 55. I mean, in my opinion, it had to be steroids. Look at those. The, the There's no opinion. There's no debates. He was a steroid no, Well, user. you have to say that so you don't get sued, in my opinion. I wish that we would get sued by World Wrestling Entertainment. That would be so much publicity. We would just get a cease and desist that we couldn't talk about. So we get new publicity. Oh, come on. I don't know what this one is. <laughs> So sometimes when you're out there, you're like, I'll take a chair shot. Then I'll take two with toys. <laughs> By the third one, you're rock hard right in the middle of the ring. Before I kick cocaine in. <laughs> so yeah, the tattoo that... Yeah, I'm not proud of it, but I got a goddamn tattoo. But, you know, I got a tattoo for it. You know what I'm saying? 
So I get paid to do what I'm doing. It's like with any entertainer. You know I don't know, man. The more I hear about him, it's like just. You know what I mean? So I created New Jack. Teach their own. And that's what I get paid to do. But damn, dude, really? I'm not like these other guys you see that you. It's full of shit. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. This is a man that wouldn't have made it in MMA. Let's be honest. If he wanted to beat somebody up, go to MMA. But he wouldn't have made it in MMA. He had to have some kind of weapon. He stabbed people. He took baseball shots, baseball bat shots at people. Fork shots. He had to have a weapon. He's talking about domestic violence there. What's he doing now? Snorting coke, I think. Who knows? In your opinion, he's snorting coke. You don't want to be stabbed by New Jack in the alleyway. Well, I mean, you'd have to go to an alleyway first. You don't want to be stabbed by New Jack taking your trash out. Surprise, surprise, motherfucker. New Jack, what are you doing here? I work for waste management now. I like my shit quick. And now I'm going to stab your ass. So I got New Jack an appointment with a casting. So this is the most horrible. Looks like your man did pretty good. Here you go. Your share, $219. <laughs> you telling me there was only one person in each car? That's right. And cut. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you telling me, like, so you are telling me there's only one person in each car? You got an extra long I can see real possibilities with him. I think he could be a leading man. Do, really? Absolutely. Is he still in the room? Absolutely. I think yeah. He's got a great face. I think he's got sexuality, charm. <clears throat> I think there's a lot of potential yeah. there. I really do. But I mean, as far as the leading man thing, it's just that this is. Sky. He's a little character. He's a, you're, you're I think right he'll be the, the best friend. And, yeah. I think he'll be Denzel's pal. I don't think he'll be Denzel. <laughs> While New Jack was auditioning, oh. I That's got a funny. call from Terry Funk. But I do. I love my family very much, and that's what's going to bring me to this next announcement. The next announcement is, is that 1997 is my last year. I'm not <laughs> wrestling anymore after Never again. Again. So, 32 years. That's it. You know, I'm serious. And, I, and I've, loved, I've loved every minute of it. But it's time to go home. It's time to say goodbye. It's time to check on my horse. <laughs> my sick horse. There's no. time to go home for a month. We come back now on KGSC Foreman. Let us go now. Your local Chevy dealer with nothing like nothing more than to put on a big smile and shove a branding iron in your face. I'm a little confused on what real life is now. Tell the audience again the when and where of the big event Thursday night. Well, it's going to be at the uh, Tri-State Fairgrounds. And it's going to be at the Tri-State Fairgrounds Maxor Coliseum. Is it going to be at the Tri-State Fairgrounds, Terry? Did I already say that? Tri-State Fairgrounds. Tri-State Fairgrounds. And if around the Tri-State Fairgrounds, it's going to be at the Tri-State Fairgrounds. 50 years of funks. It's going to be at the Tri-State Fairgrounds. Terry wasn't the only wrestler. Did it ever like bother you as a kid that the like these motherfucking Britain people were like had over Oh fucking hey. <laughs> like British people knew about this show and we didn't. He's got a damn nice Nissan truck. Are you coming to the show Thursday night? Uh no, no I won't be. Why not? I'm not booked for one thing. And what really what what really bothers me is Dory Funk Jr. 
I, you know, I have nothing oh, against Dennis Stamp. God rest his stole, this, soul. He's wrestling, but I can swear you, I can guarantee to you that nobody, no one could have a better match with Dory than I would have. So that part hurts. So, but I, All right, I so wait a my minute. slow and methodical style compliments his slow and methodical. So style. he was wrong on two things there. He's like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Nobody could have a better match with Dory than I could, and they brought in this Bret Hart guy. <laughs> First off, Bret's wrestling Terry, and you want to wrestle Terry? He <laughs> doesn't make any money. That's not the big deal. But he's disappointed. I don't think it will be. I, I hope not. I mean, it's up I'm to just you. wearing my wrestling boots around the ranch. Those are cute. no, they're all cowboy boots. They're flat soled. <laughs> Paul Heyman was the originator of Tap Out. That was the Taz shirt, buddy. Yeah, but it said Tap Out on it. That was a Taz shirt. But I'm saying, like, you had that gear that said Tap Out before. I know what I know what the shirt was, Josh. Oh, you're saying the Tap Out people may have bought that. He wore, he wore a Tap Out shirt before Tap Out became a thing. Maybe that's where they got the idea. I don't know. You know. Look at this guy with his eight-pound weights. That's a fucking <laughs> phenomenal physique. <laughs> Dennis, we want you to come in and wrestle Hogan. <laughs> because I'm not booked. You're not going to be here. Why aren't you going to be here? Please be here. I'm not going to be here, Terry, because I'm not booked. That's, a, that's, that's an old rule. That's an old rule I've had for a long time. I need time. another because jobber. Come on. I want you to come, please. Well... I'm asking you please come, all right? I already have other arrangements, and, 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 and don't take come. it personally, because I used to be in the dressing room, and I used to see the old guys, and that's where I am now. I used to see the old guys that came in the dressing room, that came around, <laughs> that came in the like dressing room? dogs, just <laughs> hoping somebody would recognize them. Here, Spot, <laughs> I really have to be involved, and I'm not. I love this shit. Come on, I want you to be there. In April. That was me trying to get my first shot of pussy. Come on, please. I think we should. I think we should try it. I love how he, he basically guilted Terry Funk into booking him on the show. I guess. Okay. So, so what happened? I guess you just. I guess it was just so far down. I guess you just didn't didn't hear me or something when I asked you before. I don't. Or didn't think about it. Didn't even know about it. But I want you to. I want you to. You're guilting an old man in his retirement. Like this is where he should make Foley like bastardize <laughs> two sixteen-year-olds that he thinks is twenty-year-olds. I appreciate that. He'd be like, "Listen, motherfucker, this is my retirement match. I'm asking you nicely. Do you want to be oh, a part- goddamn rock? <laughs> Go turn my ankle." But that's the thing is like you got Terry Funk there. Come on, I want you to be there. Well, I guess you didn't hear me when I asked you back in April, but, you know. I didn't know I was fucking retiring in April. <laughs> I've got other engagements, Terry. I can't be there. Were you serious? No, I'm serious. You're here. Right. Will I make that much? Well, I was going to pay you Close. I was going to pay you 50. I'll, I'll get half of the plan, right? I was going to pay you 50. <laughs> you mean you're going to double pay me? My wife says, do you really want to do it? He looked like he was going to give him a damn hip toss yeah. right there on the floor. You think I'm not going to be in a main event? Thank you. I'd rather be in a main event than breathe. This is it. This is it. This is the final one. That's how I roped him in. Final one. 50 bucks. <laughs> I gave him 25, and then I branded his Yankee ass. <laughs> He's from Oklahoma. <laughs> 
his head didn't really hit the mat. I'm gonna be honest with you. I always thought Shane was always a great worker, man. That that fucking arm brace he had for like five yeah. years that he used as a but weapon. You know what? When I broke my arm, he wore the same like arm brace that I was had. That that's I how had. You, you related to him? I guess so. Maybe that's why I liked him. Don't you like? Don't you sidestep that because you broke my arm? <laughs> you like you're still hurt over there. Your eyes ain't selling it. You're like, I don't give a shit. I didn't break your arm. I didn't. You didn't sign no waiver. <laughs> you still hurting over it. It's okay. I still love you, man. You know, we main event. I just want to say that this is it, dear Lord. When I call this man a Yankee son of a bitch, I want you to be with me. <laughs> Yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of the son of a bitch, Yankee bastard. <laughs> like, what? Like, and honestly, it was weird, and I hate that. I hate the ropes. I hate that. Even though I know they're Texas. Dory Funk looks like he's wearing some damn underwear. I know what they're doing. I know why they have the ropes that color, like the white, blue, and red. It's supposed to be like Texas colors, like like the way they do the flag. But I hate that. Is it white, blue, and red? How small is that ring, by the way? The damn 16 by 16. i tell you what. We used to wrestle in like... 18 by 18s all the time and, uh, and 16 by 16s when you get put in a 20 by 20 ring and you're not used to it it's like I'm going to get my cardio up <laughs> yep. but it's nice I like having that area to work in that night Brett beat up Terry for a while and Terry's wife jumped the rail. <laughs> and Terry beat up Rex for a while. New Jack stabbed a guy. <laughs> and Dory Funk Jr. had the match of his life Terry with Rob Van Dam. <laughs> he didn't think the fans would believe the old man could beat the champ. Plus every New Jack knows, read a script and looked at the paper like he'd never seen words before. <laughs> this is English. This is English you asked me to read. <laughs> Are you saying there were only two cars in that truck? <laughs> So this is goodbye. <laughs> I think you could like be Denzel's, the guy that changes his tires. <laughs> I think you could be a neighbor with no speaking lines. <laughs> this doesn't sound like a retirement speech, does it? I don't know why the hell Dory's still wrestling. <laughs> He's like 10 years older than me. That damn spinning toe hold, all they have to do is just kick with their other foot. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest fucking move in wrestling. This retirement didn't even make, like, like I remember seeing this going... This is a retire. Wait, he was wrestling the other day on w- you know, ECW. This just made me remember Terry Funk. You know, you know how my grandmother loved wrestling. Yeah, absolutely loved anything wrestling. Right. She was like Terry Funk was the first one to ever make my my grandma say turn that off. Really? It was an ECW. She had never seen ECW back then. It was from '95 or whatever, and this was maybe '96 or whatever when I'm watching it. And 
He's, I'm gonna whip him like a goddamn dog. You people watch me. And all this, she literally told me to turn it off. (laughs) Oh, more Jake the Snake. Is that Chris Adams? Oh, she'd super kick the hell out of Jake. We both like crack. So where are you going next? My daughter. The crack dealer. Doing your master's in psychology. She wants to work on me or some shit. So the next day, we traveled 300 miles. Oh, this is my favorite line, too. Brandy. My first marriage was over when she was like seven, eight years old. And I was on the road. I'd see her a couple times a year. Not much of a relationship there. We're probably the same age as his daughter, right? I love my children. I do love my children very much. Sure, why not? I don't know how to be close to them. I don't know how to. You just uh, have to move physically close to them. Have that that melting of t- together. I really feel gypped, you know, by the whole situation. So I'm That's a uh, racial term. <laughs> and um, this is kind of the screen. Is it? I'm gonna be honest. Hides behind. And these I are heard these things that she for, said, uh, and I was like, "Yeah, Jake should have left." <laughs> I tore up and I pasted in here, and this one actually says, "Love, Dad." I mean. They were very few and far between, but I saved all of them, you know? And this is a card. Um, This was when he had gone straight. And it says... So he was gay before? This is me and my mom at my prom. And it says, all of my life... Most of her things says anger. And did I catch an N-word on that? (laughs) Unconditional love and support. That trapper keeper that she keeps. The back of it is by a really wonderful poet named Sylvia Plath, and it says, "In the words of Sylvia Plath, fuck you, Daddy." I'm be honest. She with is you. a very help. angry That's person. Still, how I feel a lot of the times. She needs help. I'm be honest with you. As a young, what was I? Probably sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. I was sixteen on the nose. We met Mick Foley around this time. Uh, as a young sixteen-year-old, that was just all about. Horny sexual stuff. I was like, she got Absolutely. tongue ring. How about that chubby bitch suck your dick for a Twinkie? <laughs> They're overrated. Twinkies or dick sucks? <laughs> tongue rings. <laughs> Twinkies are good as a motherfucker. Yeah, don't you ever think I won't like a motherfucking Twinkie? This is one of my favorite lines, Josh. Okay. We we still talk about this. All right. I mean, I'm not scared of you. I know. Okay. I don't want that to be the way it comes across. That's all right. <laughs> I have a Rolodex of things I say on conversations, and you're you're really coming back around to the start of them. <laughs> hey, how's it going? This is Jake Snake Roberts. This is your daddy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, just come on out. I'll be in the um, my restaurant. Here we go. My favorite stuff, Josh. That wasn't much fun. I don't know, man. I don't know. She's just acting real funky. The hell is this shit? <laughs> He's really tore up about it. I'm gonna shoot that dry cleaner or something off. What's your biggest fear? I love that. Rejection. <laughs> what the hell is this shit? <laughs> Always rejection. Ain't all funky. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's ready to be a father now. Okay. Hi. Good. 
Thanks. I don't know if now he's ready or not. I can't say that because I've only I've only been around him a little bit. Jake hasn't seen his daughter in four years. I was amazed. Let me ask. As a man that's not much of a like my biological father or whatever. Oh, you're not. I don't have much respect for people that whine about their dads all the time. I'm be honest with you. I don't know why. Like she was like least sympathetic to me. Well, your dad just walked away where he kind of toyed with her. Well, I won't be in your life. Well, don't want to be in your life. Well, I guess I'll send you a card. You don't think that my dad ever was like, hey. Let me, I don't know why he was Jake Roberts. Hey, let me be in your life. <laughs> and then I won't talk to you. Like, he did that a couple times. <laughs> yeah, like two. Jake hit her up about once a month. Hey, you know, I'm really sober this time. Really? No, I did not give her the number at all. He makes me nervous and I make him nervous. So I let him into my home. act around each other. Because he knows that I'm going to be very straightforward with him and he doesn't always like that. A lot of people understand. Well, gosh, I just got a fucking splinter in my toe. <laughs> The only motherfucker to have a medical thing happen while we're doing a podcast. When I was working for Vince McMahon, I was obligated to wrestle every day. I know that. And it wasn't. Well, who else is up here? You want some goddamn it's lights? It's me or you. It's gonna, it's gonna, you're going to have to let me wrestle. And whatever twisted. Twisted way there is. Be honest. There's only two people up here, Josh. Mm-hmm. It's me and you. Yeah. There's only two people that could be injured while we're doing a podcast. I know. Let's be honest. When we were kids, it used to be you. Oh, I got a piece of glass in my foot. Oh, I might have to have no surgery again. Oh, my back. Don't act like I'm the only one. I got socks on and this old ass table with wood. I rubbed against it and put a splinter in my toe. I don't think that's fair. I think that's selfish. I think that's a cop out. I think that's bullshit. You're bullshit. You cannot do that. That is not fair to anybody. That is just your way out. But sometimes you don't understand. See, it's like when I was growing up, I swore up and down I would never treat my kids the way my father treated me. And 24 years later, I look back and say, My God, you've done the exact stinking same thing. You raped a 13-year-old. But it's not the way I wanted it to go. How did you want it to go? I guess I uh, wanted that Walt Disney ending. I didn't want a condescending bitch as my daughter. Dad, we've never had a Walt Disney ending. I know. I certainly haven't. The ending is an ending. I have the splinter out, by the way. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. I'm gonna let you maybe wear shoes next time. I'm gonna let you take over here. I'm gonna go take a piss. <laughs> this is depressing <laughs> shit right here, Josh. Really kind of makes you look on the inside a little bit, you know. I had to get a tongue ring from just watching. This. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I said those are overrated. Comment on the show. I'll comment on a lot. I don't know. I wish she could be real more often. It would really help him, and I think it would help us. He, you know, he stayed here and hurt, you know, before he would have just walked out and left. It's part of an act, and part of it's real. I mean, his hurt is very real, I think. Like the sad jazz music in the background. The first time. Adds to the depressive mood. Won't like After it. checking into a hotel, he disappeared. One on an 18-day crack. A few hours later, he was doing crack. 
Damn. I never use a needle. Thank you, Lord. But, um. Uh, I'm above that. He's telling but I'll suck on a crack pipe all day long. Never. No way. It's for losers. And we were wrestling 26, 27 days a month. Twice on Saturday, twice on Sunday. Catching eight, nine airplanes <laughs> a week. It was basically a necessity What's just to continue. And you took pills to go to sleep. You took pills because of your pain. You took cocaine to wake up so you could perform. You drank to go to sleep. You All took right. sleeping pills. Fill eight it's fluid ounces lighter. It's a trap. Okay. Great job. So, what is the deal with the tongue ring? What is it supposed to do? I never got it. Like, I guess... It, you can do the same things like take a mouthful of these Tic Tacs and put it in there. <laughs> I guess so. But what is it supposed to do? Stimulate a wiener, I guess. I mean, I know, but you keep saying it's overrated. I'm guessing you have always. No, I didn't have a tongue. I've had a tongue no. ring on my wiener yeah. before, and all it did was hurt. I don't know if she didn't have enough room I was in her say, mouth. Did you pierce it? <laughs> you ain't supposed to put a tongue ring in there, you dumb son of a it bitch. Was, it felt like somebody was, I don't know, putting a rubber band around my dick or something. Like, well, Did she have a rubber band tongue ring? No, it was just there wasn't enough room for that damn thing. How and, big was it? I mean, I don't know. I was kind of half-cocked, I guess, but <laughs> I don't know. Was this before or after the marriage? The first one. Not, not the one you're in now. <laughs> well, obviously before. <laughs> before your what are you first t- wife? What are you trying to get Before at? your first wife. That's I'm trying to figure no, out. No, it's when. during my first wife. She had a tongue ring? Yeah. Really? Yeah, does, was that change anything? Or? No, I just didn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't change anything. I just, oh, my God. She had a tongue ring. I never thought about her. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I don't know if this there wasn't enough room going on in there or what, but I would always, since we're just lifting the curtain back, yeah. I would always make her take it out if she was going <laughs> to blow the trumpet. Like, if I want to have this moment, I don't want to be in pain all right. the whole time. It's I got you. about my pleasure. Yeah, I got you. I'll be honest with you, man. I don't really like your ex. <laughs> I don't either. That's why she's my ex. <laughs> I, I, for the longest time, I was like, you hurt my friend. <laughs> I want to fight you, but you're a woman. And I can't do that. <laughs> Believe me, I want to do more than fight her. Mick's wife was smoking, man. Huh? Mick's wife was smoking back then. Well, she shouldn't have been smoking around them kids. <laughs> well, I remember thinking, like, for the longest time, she was really hot. I remember they were talking about doing that show, that that Holy Foley or whatever. One yeah. The, and I was like, oh, I remember his wife was hot. And, like, they do a shot of his wife now. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> She's, like, fucking a granny or Tom something. Tom doesn't do a job, Josh. Well, I think she was pretty old. She was older than him. Yeah. yeah. She was in her early 30s whenever they got together. So that would mean she's pushing 40 right there. We're pushing 40. <laughs> yeah. Blamo. You see how Rock dresses too? Same yeah. with Vince. There's something with that. And this is before the dress code. You want to start dressing this way to do the podcast? I think we should dress this way. You go into the grocery store with your wife, dress that way. I'm going to work. I'm going to dress that way. We do the podcast at Brewfest. We dress that way. Nah, I can't. Nah. (laughs) Not going to Brewfest. That's not happening. Uh, We'll do the... 
I would end up being your fucking crutch, carrying your fucking drunk ass out of there. Let's be honest. You owe me one. <laughs> I don't owe you that. <laughs> you owe me a drunken crutch night. <laughs> well, it ain't happening. I didn't go last year. I'm not going ripped, this year. I ripped my pants. Uh, I had to pick you up seven times. I had to slap your belly. <laughs> if it would have been the other shoe on the other foot, I would have left your ass in the alley <laughs> and walked away. Well, I'll do that next time. Well, you, you should have. You better not get caught slipping. <laughs> do a couple of things but the rest is just we'll go out there and do our thing you know a lot of it's on feel i'm banking on there'll be a ton of heat on me tonight being a piece of shit that the rock is so why does he have a southern accent because he's from miami he's from the south that's insane she is so much uh, uh, that's not. I was gonna say Noel is so much older, but you know, fucking the wife, she didn't even look good there. Did you? Not yeah, even I right there. I liked her there. Those pictures that Mick had, like in his book from the first one, yeah, that's where she was just smoking. So go, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Fucking kids in the background. I'll smash a fucking beer on all your goddamn heads. I never talk about her. Never see her. <laughs> I don't know what his dynamic is, but you never know he has kids until. You know what I mean? Some people are like that. Hopefully, I don't talk about my kids to a lot of people because it's none of their fucking business. Yeah, but we talk. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, I guess I hope so. I had never seen. I don't know. I, I lose respect for people that aren't good dads. You know what I mean? Oh well. Yeah, because you hear his ex-wife talk. You know, she, he never gave me my tea and crumpets. It was always just tea or crumpets. Chris Adams was a way better husband than Steve Austin. He Ellen. would super kick the shit out of anyone. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. It's gonna be crazy. So is this the uh, Royal Rumble? I think. Who's that guy? Oh, that's Ed Ferrara. Yeah. It's the great one. The Rock is the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. The Rock is the great one. And tonight, after The Rock makes that son of a bitch scream, I quit, he's going to be the best. That has to be an insane level of pressure to try to remember all those crazy, you know, because back in the day. do it with commercials. (laughs) But back in the day, it was like, here are a couple bullets. Fucking Terry Taylor. It is. Where's Rick's bags? Go do it. Go do whatever. But then. Like these days is where it was like, here's the fucking 87 things I want you to say. Yeah. And if you don't say it, you're not main event again. Right. I could not imagine that kind of Look at Bruce's pressure. mullet. Would you grow hair like that if you could? I would. It'd be sweet and luxurious. Look at that. Few of the Braves players have mullets still. I've been debating like if I just wear a hat, let that shit flow out you the back. You grow a mullet. It looked good. I told, my, I told my wife, I said, I'm going to do that, and I'm just going to wear a hat and let that just just flow out the back. She said, no. 
Not happening. <laughs> she can't control your hair. It's your body, your choice, Josh. <laughs> if you want to grow a mullet, you grow a mullet. You grow. You, you hold a middle finger in the air, and you tell her where to sit and spin. <laughs> Do that kind of hair right there. Just let it keep on flowing down the back. That, no, that's one of the Harris brothers. I was like, is that? Undertaker? He wants to choke the shit out of somebody. He does. I've uh, I met one of those. I don't know if that's the one. Would you try to attack Brooks and Dunn one time and he stop you? No, Brian Christopher beat me up at a TNA show. <laughs> he was head of security, like legit. Okay, shoot. I don't know if we ever talked about this before on air, but talking about bodyguards and shit. Yeah, we have to talk about it. There was a person that was in your family. He came over to your grandma's I don't know who time. that was. He had that fucking, like, Camaro cut hair. It looked <laughs> it like Doc. Mullet. It looked like Michael Hayes' uh, hair right then. He talked about rodian for people. Yeah. He, he was like, I have, I have bodyguard for all the famous stars. Goddamn. He said that he Y'all had bodyguard. Y'all know Mario Speedwagon? Yeah, shit like that. <laughs> it and wasn't then, like, okay, so this was like in the mid-90s. So it wasn't like, he was a distant relative of my uncle. Like my uncle and like my mom. But why was he not inside talking to the adults? Why was he outside <laughs> talking to the two jack off twelve and thirteen year olds? Because he thought he wanted to be cool, man. Dude, he a- did karate moves for us and everything. <laughs> he said, and we were like, "You for real? No karate?" And he was like, "Yeah, watch this." And he did like a crazy spin kick and fucking karate chops and shit. I mean, I thought, it looked this legit. Mother- he, he did. I thought, man, he's gonna kick our ass right now. But he, he was like 45. Did he have a BB gun or something? He was. I don't know. He may have showed you that to scare you. He was talking about silencers. and <laughs> He talked about kicking a guy in his throat and yeah. crushing his windpipe. All kind of crazy He died. <laughs> and, uh, I remember that And now. He, he told us, like, yeah, two weeks ago I was in a limo with, like, he named some kind of famous R&B singer or something. The only other person that was out there. But, was like my but, uncle Freddie, so there's nobody I can ask. Right, but the thing about it is, did you believe him? I kind of did. I, I did at the time, but the more time kind of gets removed because from he, that, he was throwing names out there that weren't like A-list celebrities anymore. You know Howie Mandel, right? Yeah, <laughs> I kicked somebody's ass for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was like here's the here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. If you ever want to make kids believe you, don't be like, yeah, I bodyguard for the Rock. You know that's um, that's not believable. What you want to do is you want to pick a lower level celebrity. You like, remember D'Lo Brown? <laughs> yeah, I take him to the grocery store every Sunday. Right. I mean, that's what that's what he did. Like he he threw like names at us that was like you know Ario Speedwagon, you know Bon Jovi. <laughs> it's like people that weren't like that big in ninety ninety seven ish. I guess. Maybe 96, because this was like... I remember him talking about having a silencer on a gun. He's like, I could sit over there, and all you would hear is tick, 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 tick. But just like I said, the more I think about it is, why was he not inside talking to the adults, man? Well, he was out there, me, you, and Freddie. Oh, Uncle Freddie was out yeah, there. Yeah, Uncle Freddie was out there. See, and and I guess now that it did, you, I, I forgot Freddie was out there with us. But you say that now, that kind of. You figure Freddie, if he was bullshit, hell, you full of shit. Yeah. You know, like, but he must have been serious. Freddie was like, yep, he did it. (laughs) (laughs) So here we are with the whole Mick Foley getting hit in the head with a chair over and over again. We're in the go home, Josh. 
Only like 12 minutes left of this movie. <laughs> they saved the best for last. Let's get his kids crying on, on This film. should have been the finish right here. <laughs> well, he's feeding lines. He's really busting open now. Goodbye, brain cells. I don't age well, does it? It sure doesn't. More than that. You see those kids over there? <laughs> Michael, they ain't going to remember them by the afternoon. Make sure you get the shot. It's all of them crying now. Why are they screaming like that? Had to be a little bit for the cameras. That always made me laugh because he hit him and he's like stumbling around and hit him again. <laughs> I don't know why. I was a sick little kid. I was a sick 16 year old. You're still a sick motherfucker. Yeah. Fucking I have a very screenshot dark, you sent me. I have a very dark sense of humor. Poor thing. Yeah. That's bullshit. Should have made your kid cry. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't care about that. But as an adult, I'm like, ah, oh, that hurts me. Oh, I used to love that. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the match. Do you know who I grew, who I've grown to love? Like, I didn't really like him as an announcer back then, but the guy that used to do like the challenge shows, what was his name? Uh, Ron something. You know, know maybe in the, in the mid 90s or whatever. He was the one that sounded like this. Oh, the announcer, the ring yeah, announcer. Yeah, the ring announcer for yeah, yeah, challenge. Yeah, I know you know. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I loved that guy, but at the time, I really didn't. That has to be a very traumatic thing to see as a kid. Yeah, because you know they know what blood is. Right. And they know, like, when you just get from blood. when you get a boo-boo, it hurts. Yeah. So when you see that see, kind of blood, To you're see thinking, the guy that's, like, your protector. Yeah, daddy's really hurt. That has to scare the fuck out of him. Yeah. Hey guys, can we do this after the meet and greet? <laughs> can you get my family out of here? <laughs> well, you ain't got no sympathy for fucking Jake's daughter. I ain't got no sympathy for a motherfucker who brings his kid to work and then wants to cry about it. he can't find him. Don't bring him to fucking work. You're supposed to work when you at work. I honestly never said that. I just assumed because he was looking at the stands that he was looking for his kid. I've been looking for an idea. Looking for an idea. <laughs> what to say to get out of oh. fucking with us? Hey guys, <laughs> you look like you're uh, in your twenties. You'll understand if I really if you realize you have a penis and I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Who are these guys? That's a big oh gash, my God. dude. Should use the gimmick chair. Yeah. That was back before he got pussy. This caused some hurt feelings. You know that, right? This whole this whole thing. Like, Rock never came to check on him, and he said he got his feelings hurt about this, and this caused some heat for a little while mm-hmm. between him and Rock. <laughs> she was like, what, seven there? Who knows? 
Yeah. She was like 7D. She had, are you his mom? No, that's my husband. That was funny. Mate, what time is our flight? Do you want to charter for this? He's got to. And then Puke comes in and curses in front of his children. You were the fucking best man. You were the fucking man. You can't have these matches very often. You'd be dead. You know, when you have someone as good as Rocky, you trust his judgment. If I saw him now, I'd probably strangle him. He hit me so damn many times. But it was probably in retrospect, you look at that tape and say that's what made it was those last couple extra ones. I don't know if I can take much more of this and let you know that. He reached a lot of people. He can't reach everybody. He can't even reach a majority. But I mean, there's a help. You have to stop trying. Can you hold? Yeah. We are entertainers, but I think it. I hold it, okay? I think I think you we reached hair up in the back. I think we touched a lot of people. If you don't mind me saying, I might touch you later. Hi, how nice. He is cute. I am cute. In a rugged type of way. <laughs> that motherfucker knocked plum silly. Yeah. Talking about molesting his old lady in front of his kids and shit. <laughs> I'm I'll t- touch you later. Yeah. And then you see the daughter looking like Danny. The fuck. <laughs> I'm going to stick my finger. I'm going to give your man the claw. <laughs> I'm going to check your oil later. <laughs> Is that Road Dog in the background? It was. He kissed what a grown man. You see that? Everybody getting stitches. I'll let you know when I get the feedback. Wow. That's kind of... I never saw how cold that was until later. I'm hoping... I mean, if someone was offended by that, I think it was a hell of a contest. I think, you know, for every one person who was offended and thought it was too violent, there's probably 10 or 20 who thought that it was a dramatic... Why'd they make it where he looked like he had a unicorn head thing popping out? The the story about how you were screwed, you know, I mean, I just think that, you know, that's show business. That's funny. Because basically what you had there is like when you go and do something really good... And you want the boss's adoration for it. And you go to him and he's just like, I'll let you know when I see the feedback. <laughs> That's bullshit. It doesn't really matter what I think. <laughs> I don't know what everybody thought. Well, I think they, they got that right for Stand By Me. Just to make it hurt a little bit more when he wasn't woozy, I showed him all the shit that his family went through. <laughs> That's right there is where that picture was taken. That was even before I think got. Oh. Oh, God. Why are you laughing? (laughs) They're the ones that decided to sit through this shit. I'll be honest with you. After it's over and you know they're okay, unless there's a leg break or something, it's I don't get squeamish. You know what I mean? Like, if you were to show me a video of, like, us breaking my arm, <laughs> I'd probably be like, ah, I don't want to see that. But you didn't want to watch that guy die in that fucking quicksand. I mean, I, I guess the claustrophobic slash paranoia. Was he in a tunnel in that quicksand? <laughs> yeah. It was a very tight tunnel. It was called sand. A tight tunnel. <laughs> like being a tight tunnel, you know what I mean. <laughs> Mick. They're standing right here. <laughs> Maybe I'll put my finger in your tight tunnel later. <laughs> Ow! Have mercy. <laughs> that's what somebody said. It's like you broke into a gimmick. Yeah, that's no, that's what somebody said when he was like, "Maybe yeah. I'll touch you later." Ow! Have mercy. Involved in something like that. 
I always thought it was how mercy. You know, it's have mercy. Ow, how mercy. <laughs> That's wrong. It's not right. It's like rigamarore. Rigamarore. <laughs> I always thought it was rigamarore. Tony Jones and oh, we're back to these fucks. I <laughs> said, so like, man, we, that hairline's out of control. Wear a hat. We really ran out of time, and we needed more movie. still hope to make it as wrestlers. As far as Roland... His He's still ripping people off. Yeah, he looks like a rolling. Looks like a roly poly. Because of building code violations. Terry Funk's retirement lasted all. Of oh, they're doing a three he months. Wrestling on a regular basis until finally retiring on June seventh, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, he had another retirement yeah. show. Since I last saw Jake, he has spent considerable time in jail for non-payment of child support. His daughter was like 32 there. He also likes enjoying pool on a non-regulation table. (laughs) (laughs) On a hobby table. (laughs) Paul Heyman and ECW, they're still hanging in there. Recently signing a deal with the Nashville Network. Oh, that turned out well. Vince and the WWF, they're stronger than ever. They just issued an IPO on the stock market. The family business has finally gone public. That's funny. And they're talking about golden shower. <laughs> After three years on the road, I still feel the same way about wrestling that I did when I was eight years old. What kind of person does this for a living? They're showmen. They're carnies. <laughs> they're fathers. I love... They're sons. They should have just been fathers. They showed the they're worst boys. father and the worst son. I always wanted those figures, by the way. Those customs. Fears we all share. Did you see? It's like a fucking cow in that white shirt. Except they're really different. I always wondered why the footage looked like they were taking a recording of a TV playing that video. Three weeks after the completion of this film, Drozdov was paralyzed while wrestling. He's currently. I didn't. I've never seen this part. I never saw that. I didn't know that was three weeks after the completion of the film. That's crazy. Pretty sad. That is sad. Well, Josh, we have reached the climax. (laughs) And it didn't take two with toys. (laughs) If they want to catch us on Twitter or Facebook or anywhere else, where do they got to do that? Well, uh, you told me as of last week, we're on Stitcher. We are on Stitcher. I guess you can go to Stitcher and search P3 Radio and you'll see us there. All one word. And on Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. And on Facebook, go to your search bar, type in Pop Poncho. You're bound to see our photograph there. And if you want to reach us through a text message or leave us a uh, voicemail. What's a photograph? Photograph. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Uh, what's you, the number? you can't hear. <laughs> they got an echo. You said fogograph. Whatever. You can go fogos yourself. <laughs> Anyways, the number where you can reach us the old-fashioned way is 731-300-6675-247. Motherfucker. 24 hours a day. Text, voicemail, call. 731-300-MORK. 731-300-MORK. For Josh Briley. This is Retro Mulligan saying thanks for listening and good night. <laughs> <laughs>